0: This week on the show, our pop culture news, we talk about the 2022 documentary movie, Goodnight Oppie, and fortune cookies. It is September 2023, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Hello. <laughs> my name is Brian. I am joined this week, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Linnea. Hello. And Evan. That's me. Hello to you both.
1: Hello and, to you.
0: Hello <laughs> to you both. Any fun news to report this week? Um,
1: I wouldn't say fun.
0: Oh, no. You wouldn't say fun. <laughs> you wouldn't say that?
1: <laughs> well, there was like a leak a few weeks ago or something about a possible Zelda movie coming out, and everyone was getting all excited, and there were all these rumors, but then apparently they canceled it.
2: <laughs> oh.
1: Which I just found out after looking for pop culture news. (laughs) Because I was like, oh, they're making a movie. Never mind. Hmm.
2: After the success of the Mario movie, it seems like Nintendo would be interested in doing something
0: like that.
1: Yeah, I feel like it could be a really successful movie franchise. Because there's like a story and characters.
0: Yeah. All right. So is that your pop culture news then, Linnea? Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) They they were going to make a Zelda movie, but now they're not. Yeah. Who is they?
1: I don't know. Nintendo and I think Universal.
0: That makes sense.
2: Universal are the people who made the Mario movie, so I guess they just have all the Nintendo licensing.
0: Did you want to go next,
2: Evan? Oh, sure. My news for this week is that there is a new spinoff of the hit cartoon show Adventure Time called Fiona and Cake. It was released this week on HBO Max, but uh, we do not have it, so I could not watch it. I I'm excited to watch it though. It has pretty good reviews already. It seems like a exciting continuation of the story of Adventure Time. So I'm interested in seeing it.
0: How many episodes?
2: I'm not sure. I don't think they've released all of them yet.
1: So it's a continuation of the story?
2: Yep. Kind of.
1: So it ha- it's happening right after the first series? I
2: think it takes place in an alternate reality. So
1: then that's not a continuation, it's just No, but reality. it continues
2: the story, too. <laughs> I don't know how, but I, it's like hmm. they swap universes or something. All I know is that it continues the story, but it also takes place in a universe where all the genders of characters are swapped. It's interesting.
0: How do you know it's interesting if you haven't seen it? I've seen clips. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you were reading spoilers about all the episodes. No, I, I'm not reading spoilers. I oh. just like...
1: He will.
2: I I will. If we don't get HBO soon. Ugh.
1: Making a threat to mom. Yeah.
2: Mom, you you know what I want. Once we get rid of our... They're
1: not canceling Paramount Plus.
2: Yeah. They like the, watching their Star Trek.
0: We need our Star Trek fix. <laughs> <laughs> Although we've we've seen most of it now. I just have to finish up Lower Decks and then I think we'll cancel it. Nice <laughs> Did it crack in your knuckles there, Elena?
1: Cracking my wrist
0: Oh, your wrist
1: I fell over one time two years ago And it just cracks all the time now
0: Really? Oh <laughs> Did you tell anyone about this?
1: Yeah, I told, like, people And then they were like, oh, people. that's sad
0: <laughs> I mean, did you tell the right people? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I told mom at one point
0: Okay Huh <laughs> Okay. Great. Anyway, uh, my pop culture news is I, so I sort of discovered a game. Oh. And and I guess it's been out for a while and maybe you two have heard about it. Have you heard of Power Wash Simulator? Are you just Mm discovering that? I did.
1: I actually haven't heard of it.
0: I have. Yeah, so there's a, there's a game, I guess it was sort of an overnight hit. Uh Uh-huh. And you, uh, the game is exactly like what it sounds, you Just, you have a power washer and you, it's sort of a first person.
1: From uh, the picture I'm looking at on your computer, it looks like a horror game.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's just, things are covered with grime. It's like a first person shooter, but instead you're cleaning. A first person cleaner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have a power washer and you, apparently you can, when you level up, you can buy different nozzle attachments and, and things like that. And you're just supposed to clean stuff. Clean houses. And, and yeah. And, uh. I guess it's sort of relaxing. It's not like you're competing. You're just no, you just go on missions to different places and clean, clean up dirt. Yeah, it's a fun game. Have you played it? Evan? No. Oh, how do you know it's fun then? Because I've watched people play. It. Oh, you've wa- you watch people play. It. Okay.
2: And Evan
1: doesn't experience anything for himself. And he reads the, reviews, watches other people,
2: and the internet theory guy. Made a theory about it. Oh, what
1: he theorized about it that
2: the volcano nearby, the town that that it takes place in, is about to erupt
0: and everyone's gonna die. (laughs) Okay, that's why the town is so dirty. Ah, so anyway, yeah, uh, so they're coming out with a uh, Back to the Future expansion pack, so you get to wash the DeLorean and the uh, (laughs) the train, uh, the time traveling train. Uh, Anyway, I uh, but but one thing I noticed is that uh, our main topic, the uh, Good Night Oppie, which is a, a documentary about the Mars Rover. Yeah, that that's actually included in the in the first game. You can wash oh. the Mars Rover. Right. <laughs> so it kind of kind of fits with our theme today. So anyway, yeah, um, Power Wash Simulator, check it out. It's pretty cheap. It was only, oh, I can't find the price now. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't all that much. The expansion was only eight dollars. Wow. All right. Well, let's get into Our topic today, the documentary Good Night, Oppie. So Good Night, Oppie is a 2022 American documentary film directed by Ryan White and narrated by Angela Bassett. It actually was in the theater for a little while, but mostly it's just been streaming on Amazon Prime. So uh, that's where we watched it the other night. Yes, our uh, 150 plus episode now and and I was seeing the kids we've never talked about a documentary before so we watched this. We're doing a lot of new stuff for a lot example. of new stuff, yeah. It's about 105 minutes long. Yeah, so opening thoughts, what did you think about this documentary about the landing some rovers on Mars?
1: I always like movies about robots. <laughs>
2: It did kind of remind me of Wally. At yeah. Some point.
1: Yeah. They, the robots looked vaguely like Wally, <laughs> or yeah, a they robot do. from that universe.
2: Like whenever the power turns on,
0: I feel like that's something Wally mm-hmm. would have. I'm guessing they added a lot of those noises. I
3: mean,
2: yeah.
0: I I, I, yeah. I don't think the robots actually make.
1: I don't think it went. <laughs> yeah,
0: it doesn't <laughs> chirp when it they talk or they send commands to it. And I'm sh- I'm pretty sure there's no light on the side showing, and there's not a speaker on it. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I think that was just added for a little dramatic effect. But but other than that, yeah, it 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 does sort of look and remind me of Wall-E. Yeah. So back to Leia. Well, yeah, what so what'd you think of the
1: movie? I I got really really invested in the story of the robots, like, ugh, eventually like they. They each slowly, like, died and got more beat up. And I was like, no! <laughs> I felt myself tearing up when, when both of the robots ended up dying. I was like, no, that's so sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, so for those who, who don't know what these are, so the, you know, NASA has launched several probes and robots to Mars, and and these two were launched in 2023. Uh, there were two of them. Spirit was launched on June 10th, twenty Not 2023, 2003. So Spirit was launched on June 10th, 2003. Opportunity was launched on July 7th, 2003. And they landed around January 2004. And each of these rovers was only supposed to live, you know, it was going to last. It's powered by solar cells. And uh, the mission was only scheduled to last for 90 days. And Spirit actually lasted nine years six years years. yeah spirit lasted six years and opportunity which was certainly the name of this movie uh lasted for 15 years so yeah that's quite a quite a bang for your buck when you expect something to last you know three months and it lasts 15 years so yeah the people who worked on this really really got attached to these rovers and i think that's kind of what they were trying to to show in this documentary yeah so back to you evan what what did you think about this i didn't really get attached to the rovers
2: i i was more invested in like all the people working on it like i liked hearing what they were thinking while they were working on it like their backstories and stuff Meanwhile, the robots—that was interesting. I just more liked hearing about the different people and why they wanted to be, where they are. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was
0: great that it started. That the the film kind of focused on um, a, a person who was a geologist, and he was you know traveling the earth, but thinking that you know there's really nothing. <laughs> I, nothing nothing new. new. Right. I mean, I guess I you know can you say there's nothing new it seems like there's always stuff to discover but i guess in a way he was bored in that there's nothing nothing that we probably haven't seen per se and then he started thinking about mars and and sending a mission there even though he had no space or experience you know and, and just teaming up with various people at nasa and and uh and he spent uh, oh what something like sixteen years, fifteen or sixteen years, trying to get this project even off the ground. And uh, I think just the seeing the perseverance of these people to try to you know have their vision become reality was just amazing. But yeah, was, uh, Evan, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was fun to see all these various people uh, and just and people from all around the earth. Yeah, I was really interested
2: in like instead of everyone being American, they've had people from like I think Kenya, India, all working on this mission, mm-hmm. which was really interesting. Because when you think of NASA, you think America, sure, everything's American.
0: Yeah, and I think that shows just the the links that that NASA goes to to work with with smart people all over the world. Yeah
1: only smart people only, smart only the people. smart ones <laughs> <laughs>
0: and i like too how they um how they uh there's one point in the the movie where they have some high school kids that they bring in and the the mission lasted so long that this one then high school student has you know became sort of the leader you know she was in charge of of the uh mission yeah after so many years
2: imagine like having the rover that you saw land while you were in high school become your job
0: yeah yeah that was just crazy yeah but i think this film uh without being overly technical i think it really gets to the heart of of what's involved you know all the the building and the testing and the trying to account for every little detail and what to do when something does go wrong yeah it was. <laughs> do you remember what the the commands they sent when something goes wrong? <laughs> shut down, damn it! Shut down, damn it! Yeah, that was great. There was at one point where one of the rovers was just constantly rebooting and rebooting, and they couldn't they couldn't get it to do anything, and they sent the the ultimate command: shut down, shut damn, down it. damn it! Shut
1: down, damn it!
0: Which I thought was great. Yeah. That should be a code in every robot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Really. Like, if the robot apocalypse ever happens, all you need to yell is, shut down, damn it.
1: I like that that's the actual name of the command. It's not like, shut down, overdrive, or whatever. It's like, damn it.
2: (laughs) The engineers must have had a really fun day when they made that.
1: It seemed like all the engineers were having a really fun time with this. like With all the wake-up songs they played every morning. Yeah, why
0: don't you describe what those are?
1: Every well, every night, I think the robots would like sleep or conserve power and charge. And then when the, the next Mars day came, which I think they said was 40 minutes longer than an Earth day, which kind of messed up the schedule. <laughs> but every time it was a new Mars day, then they would someone would choose a wake up song and they would wake up the robots. They just play it in the engineering room. I'm not sure that the robot actually play it on Mars.
0: No, no, I'm I'm sure that was just here.
1: (laughs) Because in the movie they made it seem like just this desolate, empty planet, a rover playing, like, fun 80s hip-hop. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I think that would be a waste of very valuable bandwidth to to transmit songs up to the rover to have it play it. (laughs) What were you going to say, Evan? I would imagine all the aliens on Mars would be really confused. There you go, yeah. yeah. I was thinking we should have a wake-up song. Like, we could each to a rotating stint where everyone
1: in our house would have to get up at the same time then (laughs) (laughs) i don't know
2: Uh, Mm. man which would not be
1: fun because you get up at five in the morning
2: (laughs) at camp when like our we always woke up like if any of us were sleeping in they always played this one song to wake us up except it was like a really weird song i i think it was like tiptoe through the tulips oh sure it was it was creepy
0: tiptoe through, through the tulips yep. was
1: me really...
2: yeah we heard that every every morning when we woke up <laughs> there you people go people are scared of that but i'm just like oh it's i feel like i'm up waking one. up now
3: you know how to book flights and hotels
0: So part of the movie is archival footage, so we get to follow these people you know, from years and years and years ago. Uh, part of it is them being interviewed now, looking back, and then part of it is computer graphics recreation of the the rovers going across Mars. So what? What did you think of the of the graphics? Did they look good?
1: I mean, you could tell that. It wasn't real, it was just graphics, but I thought it looked good anyways. Yeah,
2: I enjoyed it. Sometimes it looked like they placed a random robot in the middle
0: of some desert. Of those three parts, which which would you say was your favorite footage to see? Mean, I like the archival footage.
1: Was that actual footage? Because I could never tell if that was actual footage or if they just got everyone to reenact what actually happened. No, no, I'm, it was
0: actual footage. I enjoyed that. I think a few of the scenes were reenacted, like especially with the, um, with the the one woman who had been the high school student, where she was sitting yeah. there, sort of all alone by a, by a computer terminal, and I then think she that, just
1: gets up and walks away dramatically. Yeah, I think that was a
0: reenactment, but but yeah, all that archival footage, you can kind of tell the grain graininess and and just you know the way they were dressed and the lighting and.
1: I like that they had like a running bet, on, oh everyone put five dollars and say if you think the robots will be alive next year. Oh, yeah. Everyone, most people kept voting, no, one of them's going to be alive, but one of them's going to be dead, or both of them are going to be dead. You you had to Year after year, they both kept living.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they wrote down either two robots are going to be alive and one robot's going to be alive or no robots are going to be alive. And only, like, I think the one person who always put both of them are going to die is, like, the mission leader. Mm -hmm.
1: Because he said he wanted... To have something to be happy about winning the bet when his robots were gone.
0: Yeah. Did he work on it that whole time? Or was... I'm not sure. Cause, yeah, because they were talking about how there were, only, there were only a few people left of the original group that were still working on it. And made it sound like a lot of them may have moved on or retired or... Maybe
2: just all the people that they interviewed were the ones that were still left. Mm. That would make sense. I guess that geologist guy doesn't really have anything else to do.
0: <laughs> That's his idea. He's got to go out with it. <laughs> well, I'm sure it gave him a lot to study, though. Yeah. And it's a lot of science.
2: I mean, what what what
0: would he have done if it only lasted 90 days? Yeah, that, that sort of thing. It's amazing to think of spending, you know, millions, millions, multiple hundreds of millions. I'm not quite sure the amount, but on on these probes that, that we're uh, only going to last ninety days, and and then to get fifteen years of science out of them is. Just, Didn't he say they were like billion dollar assets? Probably, or... yeah.
1: And it took them so long to even get anywhere. Like I'm sure they would have only gone like less than a mile in ninety days.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing. Amazing the the ingenuity and the the engineering that goes into creating these things. Because, you know, a lot of a lot of the stuff that NASA has built has been like that it just lasts and lasts you know like we still have you know the Voyager missions which are you know out of the solar system and you know the first the first things we've built that have gone interstellar and they're still transmitting you know arguably not as much because a lot you know a lot of the things have failed but they're still they're still out there and there's still a few instruments that are working and it's still transmitting and whatever
2: happened to that one car with a mannequin (laughs)
0: Uh, that's orbiting somewhere, but that's not a NASA thing. That was <laughs> SpaceX. Yeah, uh, everyone forgot about that. I think one one thing that I found interesting about the documentary is they kept talking uh, to to some or to to the uh, people they were talking to, and how they got their start or their interest in science. And I it, did that interest you to see you know, how they yeah. were. Mm-hmm influenced by you know watching i like the
2: guy who was an engineering who said he started engineering just by seeing if there were little people in the radio talking yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a good line
0: <laughs> that was fun i mean does it does something like this make you want to become a nasa scientist no, absolutely co- not no oh <laughs> i would
1: science is not something i'm interested in
0: really even though you're so good at math and
1: I don't like math. You don't like don't math? don't enjoy it.
2: <laughs> science and history. Those are the two topics I like.
1: I like watching things about science if it's like explained in baby terms, like that movie. Like I was like, yeah, I can enjoy that. Mm-hmm. But like once, it's, it's like actual science, like geothermic, metamorphic rocks under the lava zone, I'm like, what? <laughs>
0: well, that's why you go to college to learn more about that stuff. <laughs> uh,
1: that's okay. That's
0: okay. I'm just teasing you. Yeah, but I just think it's—I think it's a—a a great way for just to show how excited you can be about something, and then how that sort of shapes your life. You know, they—they they talk to these these people and how, yeah, like like Evan, you were saying how this this one little boy from Kenya or, or was—I think huh. wherever, yeah, Kenya or Ghana. I can't remember where now he was from, but but yeah, just being a little kid, he thought. That the voices inside the radio were actual people, and how yeah. he was so disappointed. One day he took it apart, and there were no little people. It was just wires and you know, transistors. And I things.
1: wonder yeah. how old he was when he did this. Cause, like, <laughs> I feel like it's just common sense to no, there are not little people in there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's that one engineer who, like, they were interviewing, and I kept thinking that he remind me of Keegan Michael Key.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know who Keegan-Michael Key is yet I still know which guy you're talking about
0: (laughs) He's from, you know, the the actor on um, Schmigadoon Yeah, yeah yeah. yeah. Like every time they, you know, they had him sitting on a stool talking And every time he was talking I kept expecting him to crack jokes or something (laughs) 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 Just because he kind of looked like him Oh, It was was funny I
2: feel like they did like a recreation of a shot And they actually had Keegan-Michael Key there instead (laughs) Sometimes Like I couldn't tell
0: Anything else you want to say about this little film?
1: It was interesting to me that um, one of the people who worked on it, I, th- I don't know if it was the one who was there during high school, if it was the one who joined later, but she said that like when the robot started losing its memory, that like her grandma had Alzheimer's or something, and it like helped her get through that. And then she said later when they're building the next robot to travel to... Mars, like, and it was like just in the place where they built it. She was like pregnant, and I was like, "Wow, she could like write a novel or something about how <laughs> NASA like mirrors her life."
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, that's true. Is that stuck in? Is that new rover still on Mars? Perseverance. The Perseverance. Oh yeah, yep, oh, cool. it's still going. Did
1: they nickname it Percy? <laughs> per, I don't know. I don't think, think so. Cute.
0: Good night, Percy. Yep, yeah, Perseverance. Is there and ingenuity the uh, little helicopter that could? Oh. They uh uh, again they built this little helicopter. It was just they were gonna test it once or twice, and it's uh as far as I know it's still going. I haven't read any news about it recently. But uh, I don't know if I look here quick. Um, Yeah, I don't I don't see any news about it not working or it meeting its end of life. But uh, yeah, it was the that was the first uh first vehicle that we've had to fly across another world, so that was pretty cool. Mm. that's cool what uh what age range do you think this for? Is this for anyone?
1: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, even if I was a little kid, I'd still be like just as attached to the robots. Mm. yeah Cause they just the way they built the robots like they made them look like characters, like it looked like they had human features. Like with the the, the eyes and the face. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they were talking about how they built it so that its cameras were at about eye level for the average human. Mm -hmm. And it was as tall as the
1: average human. Exactly, five foot two.
0: Yeah, so that when you were seeing the pictures, it's as if you were looking at it like you were standing there. All right. Well, should we wrap it up then? Sure. Sure. Okay, so Goodnight Oppie documentary about the Mars rovers. What, what, What would you rate it?
1: I feel like it's weird to write a documentary because oh, okay. it's just like should making just, stuff that already happened.
0: <laughs> should we just say we liked it or we didn't like it? or, or Maybe I just don't know. in
1: terms of like the cinema and stuff. Okay. I think I'd give it like, a I don't know, like a, a 9 out of 10, I guess. I thought the music was really good. The camera work was good. And yeah.
2: I agree. The music choices were always like spot on. And I... I think all the fact that they had that much archival footage makes a very good documentary.
1: And For a movie about like robots and like just space and science and stuff, it had a lot of emotion in there. These people were like really invested in this project and in the robots, and you like you could almost like feel their emotions, which is a big part of like why even I was getting so emotional. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'll uh I'll give it a nine out of ten too. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I'd been wanting to watch it for a long time. I don't know if you remember, probably back when it first came out, I think I mentioned it as my pop culture news of the week. I think I do remember that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've been wanting to watch it for over a year now, and, uh, yeah, I'm glad I finally got to. So, it's a lot of fun. So, thank you both for watching it with me. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, check it out. It's called Goodnight Oppie. You can find it on Amazon Prime. I'd recommend watching it if you have kids that are interested in science. Um uh, even if they're not, you know, maybe it'll spark something in their imagination. Check it out.
2: I feel like this is also something that they would show us in school. Yeah. But things always like feel worse when you're in school and you'd rather be yeah, at home. Yeah, movies
1: don't feel as good in the school. Oh, okay. Cuz they only show Educational movies, like, <laughs> you're it's, like a, oh, do I have to be watching this? It's
2: good when we watch it now, but like, if I were to force to watch this in school in a crowded classroom, it would probably just be like average. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Or bad. Well, that's um, good to know.
0: Yeah.
1: But the Magic School Bus was always good. Yeah,
2: I like the Magic School Bus. <laughs> Especially in like mi- elementary school science, because
1: elementary school was the best. They
2: they had like the system where if you act good for a day, they. Give you like a letter. Yeah, you and get it. like
1: five weeks in a row of being good, and you watch an episode of the Magic School Bus.
2: And you get free popcorn. <laughs> free popcorn. It is so good. Nice.
1: The fact that we both remember that.
2: <laughs> it was so memorable. I I missed out on a whole year of that.
0: Uh, darn COVID.
2: Yeah, it's weird to think the sixth graders this year had COVID when they were in like second grade. It's not, I don't like that. Yeah.
0: Alright. Should we move on to Fortune cookies? Sure. Yeah. Alright, let's do it. Oh, I see some have red wrappers and some have blue wrappers. Yeah.
1: I think because one of them's a restaurant we got we get from here, one of them's grandma's restaurant.
2: I'm gonna take a red wrapper one. Got a whole lot of different restaurants.
1: All happiness is in the mind. Really? Apparently. According oh. to the fortune.
2: Mine isn't really a fortune, it's more of just a statement. A way out of a financial mess is discovered as if by magic.
0: Okay. (laughs) Wow.
1: I feel like I never get actual fortunes. It's always statements for me.
0: My, This is a weird cookie. What? It won't... Look, it won't snap. It's just bendy? It's just bendy. I've (laughs) never had one like that before. (laughs) Is it cooked all the way? Look at this.
1: This It's doing the splits over there. Oh, you just unfolded the cookie. I just
0: unfolded it and took the fortune out. I've never had one like that. <gasps> oh. Wow. I wonder if I should try to eat it. Anyway.
1: I don't. I don't know.
0: Oh, I like my fortune. My fortune says, enjoy life. This is not a dress rehearsal.
1: Uh, that's a little stressful.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to our show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction, talking about our, our very first documentary. Do you think we should do more sometime?
1: I think we yeah. should. Yeah. All right.
2: Okay. It gives us a whole lot more things to watch. <laughs> yeah. We should rewatch that show about the wolves.
1: No, that show was depressing.
2: Oh. You
0: watch the show.
2: <laughs> Any about documentary the about
1: animals is not fun. But it was... you didn't watch it, Dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm glad you said that because I didn't know what you guys were talking about.
1: I think me and Evan would watch it on the way to Irish dance.
0: Mm.
2: It was. It was so good. It's about this guy who was filming wolves and watching as they grow.
1: Yeah, he was basically just living with wolves. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. You can find us on your podcast providers, Apple Music, Spotify. You can find us on our website, lunchboxreaction.net. Drop us an email, lunchboxreaction at gmail.com. We always love to hear from you. Tell your friends about it. We like to get new listeners. And if you are a new listener, thanks for checking us out. We appreciate all the downloads. Other than that, my name is Brian. My, my name, is name is Linnea. Evan. Oh, mm. said it at the same time. <laughs> my what name a- is
2: Evan. <laughs>
1: my name is Linnea. There we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see you all next week at, at the, the lunch table. table. So long. <laughs> bye.
3: Bye bye.